0: You are listening to the TJRS Radio Network.
1: The
2: Serious side of the J. Rouse Show is coming up next right here on the TJRS Radio Network online radio at it its best.
0: You are listening to the TJRS Radio Network. No more, it's none of my business. No more, I'm sure they'll work it out.
3: No more, boys will be boys.
0: No more, I'll say something next time.
3: No more, why didn't she tell anyone?
0: No more, she was flirting with him.
4: No more, she's too smart to let that happen.
0: No more, not my problem.
4: No more, he didn't mean it. No more, why does not she just leave? No more, he
0: said he was sorry. No more, she was drunk. No more, she was asking for it. No more, she seems just fine to me. No more, she should have been more careful. No more. We don't talk about that.
4: No more bystanding.
0: No more ignorance.
4: No more excuses. No more. No more.
0: No more.
3: WWE Superstar Big Show here to tell you if you've been drinking, get a ride. Take a cab. Find another safe way to get home. Cops all across the country are cracking down on drunk driving. They will see you before you see them. Drive sober or get pulled over.
0: Online radio at its best. Online radio at its best.
1: Hey, 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 good morning. If you're ready, map it a sap. Let's do this. I'm telling you,
0: I am first very honored that you would join me. He has a very limited time slot, so we want to bring in Mr. Alan Sarrow right away.
5: Hey, how are you, Kathleen?
4: Hey, you know what? I'm going to make a do with a do, baby.
6: Man, what's
1: crack-a-locking, baby? What's
6: crack a It's time for the serious side of the James Rowe Show.
1: Don't try to call me out, princess. You can take your love and true purpose and stick it. She's a bitch. You are
0: listening to the TJRS Radio Network. Network.
7: Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Giles Snyder. The prosecution and defense are providing a preview this weekend of the cases they will lay out starting Tuesday in President Trump's impeachment trial. NPR's Amy Health reports on the first legal filing.
0: House managers take more than 100 pages to argue why the evidence shows President Trump is guilty of abuse of power and obstruction of Congress. Their brief says the president pressured Ukraine to announce investigations to benefit Trump's re-election. Then he obstructed Congress's investigation into the misconduct. Trump's legal team filed a six-page response denying the charges and defending the president's call with Ukraine's leader, saying Trump was furthering national interest. And it derides the impeachment as an attempt to overturn the results of the 2016 election and interfere with the next one. The president's legal team is expected to file a more fleshed-out brief tomorrow. Amy Held, NPR News, Washington.
7: Secretary of State Mike Pompeo in Berlin, where world leaders are meeting today to push rival Libyan camps and their foreign backers to agree to a truce and a monitoring mechanism as first steps towards peace in the oil-rich country. NPR's Rob Schmidt. The U.S. and Europe hope the Berlin Conference will allow them to take control of the discussion of the future of oil-rich Libya. For months, both have largely stood on the sidelines of the war in Libya between a militia led by a Libyan general and an army defending the capital Tripoli. Both sides are receiving help from foreign countries. An effort to broker a ceasefire in Moscow last week ended Monday when one side walked out of the talks. To Oregon now, where the city of Eugene played host to competing rallies this weekend. Nearly 100 people gathered to support President Donald Trump or to denounce him. Brian Bull, member station KLCC, reports the exchanges were often fiery. firing. The groups were nearly split evenly between those who say the
8: president deserves four more years and those who want him out now. This all comes before the Senate impeachment trial. Andrew Elwander is a Trump supporter. Standing near traffic with his Trump 2020 banner, he says the president's following was strong in this traditionally liberal city. Yeah, we get way more honks than and other things. Like, people flip us off, but most people honk. I mean, there's a lot of conservatives, more than you believe in Eugene, and a lot of us are actually from here, like me. Oregon's reliably a blue state, though. Trump lost it to Hillary Clinton in 2016 by 11 percentage points. For NPR News, I'm Brian Bull in Eugene, Oregon.
7: Purity being tightened in the Virginia state capitol ahead of a tomorrow's gun rights rally. Authorities in Richmond say they're expecting several thousand people as the state's newly democratic-controlled legislature considers new gun restrictions. Last week, authorities arrested six members of a neo-Nazi group. They say three were planning to attend the Richmond rally. This is NPR News. Coming up next on the serious side.
3: Seeing history in motion here. Members of the House, those seven managers who will be a part of the Senate trial that's going to take place for the impeachment trial of Donald J. Trump, the President of the United States. Those articles of impeachment, abuse of power, and obstruction of justice being walked over now to the U.S. Senate.
9: We understand this is about a two-minute walk to, uh, from the House, rather, to the Senate chamber, which is on the second floor of the Capitol. The clerk will be handing this off to the Senate Majority Secretary. Uh, you can see this is a, a somber time. They are very stone-faced here as they make that trek through the Capitol to deliver the articles of impeachment. And as uh, Calvin just said, it is history in the making that you are watching right now. We have a number of different camps
0: A new poll shows former Vice President Joe Biden with a double-digit lead over his next closest competitors, Senators Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders. The national poll, which comes from the morning consult, shows Biden as the first choice of 33% of respondents, followed by Sanders at 20 and Warren at 15.
9: What do you think is the main inaccuracy or the main lie that's being told that you feel like you can correct?
10: That the president didn't know what was going on. Uh, president Trump knew exactly what was going on uh, He was aware of all of my movements uh, he, I wouldn't do anything without the consent of Rudy Giuliani or the president I have no intent, I have no reason to speak to any of these officials I mean, they, they have no reason to speak to me Why would President Zelensky's inner circle or the minister of Akov or all these people Or President Poroshenko meet with me? Who am I? Mm-hmm. They were told to meet with me and uh, that's the secret that they're trying to keep. I was on the ground doing their work.
7: Welcome to the Serious Side of the J. Wild Show with Mrs. Vanessa Maybell, Mr. Jerome Spree, the official texter of the show, Mr. Johnny D, and Mr. Elias. Now here is your host, J. Wild.
2: Good Sunday morning to you folks. Today is January 19th, 2020. You're tuned to the serious side of the J. Ryle Show, which happens every Sunday morning right here on the TGRS Radio Network, online radio. at it's best. I like the guy said, my name is Jay Ryle. Thank you so much for spending a portion of your Sunday morning with us. And like I said, us, and the reason why I use the word us is because I'm never here by myself. Let me introduce you to some of the best in the biz. First up, an avid msnbc cnn and watcher she's uh my big sis she's the big sis of the show we're just going to call her the big sis of the show she's also uh can bring it to you just that down home southern thing you know just giving it to you straight from the streets let's say good morning to the very lovely vanessa may from the mccanella good morning vanessa how are you doing
11: Good morning, y'all. How you doing? Good morning everybody listening. Thank y'all for listening. And um glad to be here. Happy Sunday to everybody.
2: Happy Sunday to you as well And we appreciate you being in the house The man I call the Educator, brother My little brother Man I love so dearly He's a brother from another mother He's the guy that used to be the official texture of the show He can do that if he wants But we love to hear his smooth baritone pipes every Sunday morning Let's bring him in The one and only Mr. Johnny D Good morning sir, how are you? Good morning, good morning I am blessed and um
4: as Ms. Vanessa said, Ms. Vanessa, good morning, blessed, and Jerome when he comes on, particularly my my brother Jay Um uh, I am just you know again elated at the opportunities that we present uh, each week. I thank the the the, the, the fan base and, and listeners who allow us an opportunity to come into their home. Uh, this it's not taken for granted from myself. So for the past year. This is, excuse me, been an opportunity really for for me to to feel liberated, and, um, and I look forward to it every Sunday morning. So, so, thank you once again, my brother. Thank you once again.
2: Oh man, no, thank you for being here You know, when you use the word liberated, people usually take their clothes off So I'm glad that you're feeling liberated in a different way, my brother, from another mother <laughs> Love it, man, appreciate you as always The man who gets the first and last word here on the serious sign, The man who really runs everything around here The one and only Mr. L to the E to the S Good morning, sir, how are you doing this beautiful Sunday morning?
6: Good morning, good morning, sir How are you doing this morning, uh... Good morning, Hawk and good morning, Netson. Uh This is a beautiful morning,
11: man. It's a beautiful
2: morning. Good morning, man. Beautiful morning indeed. Uh it's uh it's been a true blessing. I just saw Miss L S actually yesterday. I think we you know, we amount announced everyone uh you know the reasons why I was flying in there and you know, uh I just want to take an opportunity just to say it was a, a beautiful service, uh I want to thank everyone all the well wishes I got here last night around midnight and I just went and started looking at all the different uh, uh, messages and stuff from folks and a lot of people reached out and so you know um, you know I'll let miss Delia say thank you to him his, yourself but a lot of it was towards me as well because everyone kind of knew how she you know what she meant to me you know if you've been listening to this show for a very long time you've always heard me talk about my mama's and uh, so it was a special day uh, to be able to uh share some time with the family, and i want to say thank you to everyone that uh, that's reached out it's uh it's, it's really been overwhelming miss Elias
6: well you know something i'd also like to thank those uh people i mean like i said at, at my mom's uh uh when we were preaching at my mom's eulogy it, it doesn't family doesn't necessarily mean dna family is just your family and i consider everybody. on on this show my family and our listeners most definitely our family so you know even though we may have never met but man look just the camaraderie we have every weekend we come here I appreciate all of that and I thank you from the bottom of my heart Absolutely,
2: and uh, all I can say is ditto to that. Absolutely, uh, Jerome Spree, the smartest man in the world, uh, usually joins us after his commitment with Clear Channel Radio. So we decide that we can hold it down until he shows up. So the number one two is three four seven eight five zero one two seven. So you can contact the show using that number, or you can come to the world famous chat room, or you can hang out on social media—the sites that we actually monitored throughout the course of the show. So we appreciate you once again for spending a portion of your day with us. And this show is all politics baby today I mean from the first bell to the last whistle It's all politics Let's talk about what's on the agenda this morning Uh It is on and popping The impeachment papers have been delivered Managers have been selected And the POTUS, President of the United States POTUS, POTUS I call him the POTUS because he's a Well, the POTUS The POTUS defense team is now set It all goes down on Tuesday We'll all be tuned in We'll talk about it right here, of course. You'll get your first. We're like a sports team. We're going to uh, do an analysis on what's going to happen, the play-by-play. We'll have that conversation here in a few minutes. Them damn Dems, today we're going to be political strategists for the Democrats. We're going to give them some advice that I guarantee you that if any of their campaigns are listening, I promise you that it will be good information to have. So we're going to play political strategist this morning as we talk about them damn dams. And third and the final uh, set of the show will be bombshell. You, you notice we use a question mark there. Uh, the partisan of with Rachel Maddow this past week was a bombshell for the president. Or was it? Now, this is the same guy that said he can stand out in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot folks, and, you know, people will uh, still vote for him. And I tell you what, the guy must be a psychic, or maybe he called the psychic uh, health line. Uh, well, you know, some of you guys may not know what the psychic phone line is. You know, maybe, we may be dating ourselves, but the bottom line is so far he has been right. So far this guy has been right. He can do what the hell he wants to do, and people seem to still follow him to the edge of the earth. Do it at your demise Alright, once again, 347 2, 2. Let's get into this conversation So the impeachment papers were walked over In the ceremonial walk From the House to the Senate Papers are now In the Senate's hands uh, The Democrats Have selected the House managers Which will be led by Adam Schiff And so uh, The President's defense team Mr. Elias, looks like the Who's who of Fox commentators Alan mm-hmm. uh Ken Starr, the disgraced, the guy who was the president, I think he was the president of Princeton, and they threw him out because he wasn't uh, investigating uh, 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 sexual harassment claims, so he was tossed out, he was fired as the president of that university. I think it was Princeton, I'll verify that, but I know he was a president of a university, and he got thrown out. Ken Starr, for those of you all who may recognize that name, back mm-hmm. in the day he was the lead prosecutor against mm-hmm. the Clinton, against Bill Clinton, doing the Clinton impeachment. So, Mr. Ellis, let's start right there. What do you think about the... What do you think so far? I mean, give me your thoughts on what you think is going to happen next week.
6: I think, to be honest, I think it's going to be a total sham. I hate to put it in that way, but what do you think Mitch McConnell is going to do? Honestly, you think Mitch McConnell is going to give a fair trial? You think Mitch McConnell... Is going to allow witnesses and all the rest of that stuff, that, that, the, all the witnesses that, that people want to see there. It, it, I think it's going to be a total sham because that's Mitch McConnell, and that's the way he handles his business. Mitch McConnell is is not going to allow this president to stop doing what he does because Mitch McConnell is getting every single judge he wants put in place, and he's not going to disrupt that.
2: But do you honestly think, Vanessa, based on public pressure, you know, you have some of, you know, we're hearing rumors and hearing noises that there are, the Democrats at least have four Republicans, three that we can probably name, the fourth one we really can't find yet. But I'm hearing that uh, when this thing kicks off due to public pressure, because 70% of Americans want witnesses to be called. And let's take that number even a step further. Over half the majority of Americans want this guy impeached and removed from office. So do you think under those circumstances, can the Republicans pull off this sham trial that they're trying to pull off? Or do you think that witnesses will be called, based on public pressure, based on public polling, and based on some of the rumblings that we do have some senators that are saying, look, we need to make sure this thing is on the up and up? What say you? Still yes, um, as he laughs. laughs.
11: I usually totally agree with LES when it comes to this, but I'm gonna have to disagree a little bit only because I've gotten some phone calls on my landline and I have gotten some emails. Um and there okay. So the email I received is asking the Democrats to call the senators' offices here in Texas. I need to send that information to you, Jay, and ask them to have the representatives make Trump put up witnesses. And they're saying that they're going to ask for your zip code and what's that, uh, so that they'll know, I guess, what side of town you're on. Anyway, I say all that to say. And then I got a recording from Donald – a survey from – They must think I'm Republican, but it's a landline. And they said, what kind of job do you think that Donald Trump is doing? That was the question. Then they said, are you going to vote in the March primary? I did not answer that question because that's not their business. So I said, I didn't know. And they said, thank you, and they hung up. So let me say this. this, I said all of this. I just got these calls Wednesday and Thursday. Let me say that. I think they're running scared a little bit, y'all. I think that Donald Trump's people – are a little bit scared that they're out there doing these calls trying to find out what people think about Donald Trump. I also think that the Dems are a little bit scared because they're sending us emails saying, please call your Congress people, your Senator people and tell them as Republicans that they should make Donald Trump and then put up witnesses. So I'm telling you what has been going on over here on my side only because I think both sides is, is a little nervous. I really do. I, but I do think, that, that somebody's going to be testifying. I think that my, uh, Bolton is going to step up and testify. Uh, and I believe that it's so much other stuff that came out on on Donald Trump that somebody else is going to step up and testify as well. I don't think it's just going to lay down there, y'all, and nobody testifies. I don't believe it. I think some people are going to step up. I, I think they hmm, are.
2: Interesting. All right. What about you, Johnny? What do you think, man?
4: Well, I think it's going to be a spectacle. Uh, clearly, when you look at this this assembly of, of high-priced uh, legal brains that Donald Trump has assembled, uh, he wants to put on a show. That's clear. So he's gone out and he's gotten individuals who have history with uh, impeachment and, and certainly has disdain for anyone other than the Republican Party. So, you know, they, they have already set forth their boundaries, um, haven't really figured out uh, who some of the other uh, unknown lawyers are, although they, they may be more prominent than Stan Dershowitz, uh, this Jay Socolow and Pat Sopolo, and I, I assume that's how you pronounce his name, and some others. So his legal team uh, has, I think the last time I read it was, what, four points, of which probably the most appalling was the fact of going back to the 2016 uh, elections and, and, and trying to trying to to show some parallels in regards to his criminal actions and criminal activities. Although they are similar, because clearly he knew Russia at that time impeded in in, in the in the democratic process of of the vote of the American vote, and he also tried to. Of course, as we know, sway Ukraine this year for the for the 2020. So, you know, again, the allegations are similar. But to go back and sit back and, and 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 just throw out there, you know, some egregious uh, allegation that this is this is a, a a reflection against those individuals who voted for him in 2016 to try to go back and and, and delegitimize his presidency. I mean, clearly, clearly, clearly. They're, they're, they're sitting back just drawing straws and it's going to be interesting, but I do think it's going to be a spectacle. Uh, once again, politics will play heavy in it. And as, as the week goes forward, uh, I'll certainly get more ingrained in grain and, and, and the details and the verbiage. But at this point in time right here, I'm just waiting on the bell to ring just to see how Mitch McConnell and some of those other ones, uh, come out, um, you know, it's it, like I say, it's it's a mockery of, of of the the American constitution and as well as the the judicial process, so you know, we'll see how it plays out.
2: Absolutely. We will definitely see how it plays out. I like that analogy that you use as far as waiting for the bell, ding, ding. Speaking of waiting for the bell, smartest man in the world is in the house. He's been here, actually. just wanted to make sure he got his proper introduction before he uh, grabbed his mic and spewed out his opinions. Say good morning to, once again, the smartest man in the world, at least in my opinion. The one and only Mr. Jerome is free from his free and the man who brings you on a weekly basis, on a need-to-know basis. Jerome's in the house J- 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 Jerome's in the house What's up Jerome hey, Good morning How are you sir I'm good man
12: How you doing <laughs> good, morning, <laughs> good morning
6: Jerome Good morning
1: Jerome
12: Hey
2: Everybody loves Jerome and Rome Alright Jerome hey, Listen Here's the deal uh, You saw it They walked the papers Across the street Papers are there Ms. McConnell And his gang Has the information Uh I introduced this set as we're going the big game, this is the Super Bowl coming up on Tuesday. we're uh just color you know we're doing the sports analysis show. this is the pre game show, so what do you think, man, what do you think's gonna happen next week, and how do you think this whole thing's gonna play out?
12: Oh, you know, I have no I have no clue and have no real wow. opinion on that, like I think that you know politics does what it does. it's gonna be a show, and it's more to the advantage of the people who um, have no legal legs to stand on and no facts behind them for them to put on a show, and that's what they're planning Why on do you doing. say that? Why do you say what that? What do you mean? What else say what? What
2: well, you mean the, the people who have no legal background? That whole thing. Well, why did you? Why did you? No say that? legal well, why legs you say stand on. That?
12: Yeah. So what? Yeah. What they like? You they um, hired Alan Dershowitz for example, and he is a pretty right. much a TV color, color commentator. Like he, so, he okay. he has. He knows criminal law, but he is not a constitutional lawyer. So for him to say um, he broke no law so it doesn't break the Constitution, it's just smoke. That dude is just blowing <clears throat> smoke. And so even if you look at Alan Dershowitz, I know a lot of people like to compare him to the O.J. trial and all that. That's all he did, too. I mean, he was just on TV. The people who knew what they were doing were Barry Shaq and um, Johnny Cochran. Those guys were sharp. Dershowitz um, wasn't. He was putting stuff in context, so he was a guy who was playing, playing media even back then. So that's all Alan Dershowitz does, is that he does not have any, like, um, legal legs to stand on, because even constitution, most constitution, constitutional scholars are saying flat out, you know you can be impeached for, um, for lying, you know you can be impeached for, you, you do not have to have, uh, uh, you don't have to shoot somebody, right? Like treason is yeah. bad. Like um, uh, abating the enemy is bad. Like all of those things, you can, you can get impeached for a lot of things, like and removed from office. But Alan Dershowitz is making the case that, oh yeah, nobody re- no, nobody got harmed. There was no file, so you can't impeach him for that. And that's just stupid. Right. So we're watching people play in the media, sidebar issues when. We know now he, he had a um, – there were three clear cases of um, quid pro quo, pro quo, right? There was three solid yeah. cases of that. And one was before um, the Ukrainian um, president got in office, the guy who was a prosecutor before the new guy got in office, he cut a deal with him. And that deal was mm-hmm. if you get rid of the U.S. ambassador, we will start an investigation on the Biden. And then the next guy comes in office, that guy gets fired, so now he has to do it again. That's that's where we picked up and started this impeachment. Then he got the second guy, um, Mike Pence and all those guys were on board with telling him to, we're going to hold your funds, your military funds, um, and all the funds that Congress allocated to you until you give us a commitment and leave have a press conference saying that you're investigating Biden. That mm-hmm. is pretty much distortion. Like like you don't have to know criminal code to know this. And matter of fact, when the, um, the, the Const- when the constitution was drawn up, there was no criminal codes uh, uh, back right. then. There wasn't a lot. So there was no criminal codes to hold them to to say, Oh yeah, so when they made this, they didn't have any laws that he could have broke. So if this happened back then, Um, They wouldn't impeach them. They would have impeached you for having a bad haircut back in the day. Them dudes did not play, right? They didn't (laughs) need criminal codes or any particular laws to impeach you. If they lost confidence in you, they can impeach you. So, high crimes and misdemeanors is like a derelict of duty, right? That's not, that's him sleeping when we go to war and he's like, no, no, I'm going to just take a nap. You can get impeached for that. You can't, you cannot neglect your duty. Go ahead,
2: I'm sorry No, 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 I was just clearing my my throat But I'll take this You know, even the Republican witness During the House uh, uh, You know, the House uh, investigations Or impeachment, whatever you want to call it uh, Hearings uh, Even the Republican witness Said that if the President Has committed high crimes uh, and things of that nature, that they are impeachable offenses. His argument was that there wasn't enough evidence to show that. So, like you said, for Dirtualist to there come on. There is now, on, though. It, it, huh?
12: There is now. Think about the, the – well, there the, 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 uh, To
13: yeah, me, there yeah, has yeah. been
12: from the very beginning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, no. He, he just even, even me, their you case know? had holes in it where they were like, y'all speculating. Now they got text messages. they got, like, um, phone log conversations. they got pictures of the guy Lev. Yes. Uh, with with yes. with Trump oh, yeah. with, him, with Pence with him with Ivanka with him with his kids with him with Jared like that dude was in their inner circle so when he ran him out to do something which we know he was with um what is this crazy attorney's name um uh, Giuliani yeah you jumping again we talking about that third we talk about that third okay. set <laughs> but but I just I just <laughs> trying to put it in a picture to say that point. We, yeah. They, mm-hmm. Like they know that all of this evidence is already there. You can't. Nobody can say that there's no evidence because it's all kind of linked. And then um, Trump ended up having um, one of his attorneys represent this guy. So he had to sign a waiver saying that it wasn't a conflict of interest just for that guy, Lev Parnas. Like he signed it. So he's like, oh, I didn't know him, but you you signed a conflict of interest waiver for the dude that you didn't know. So if people are looking for evidence to link all of these dudes, that's just stupid. you just in denial about the fact that the paperwork is there. That's why I was saying they don't have a legal leg to stand on, so now they have to go there and play the, well, even if he did it, it's not impeachable. You know, that's not a high crime. Like, they need to take another tactic. But that's just like saying, you know, you the guy robbed the bank, and I drove the getaway car. But heck, if I knew that he robbed the bank, although he came in with a ski mask and all that cash. <laughs> like, that ain't my job, you know what I mean? Like, they're trying to distance themselves from the fact that he sent them in there and gave them a gun. Right? And then, yeah. and then you're like, oh, well, I have nothing to do with. So, they need to muddy the waters and play this out in public opinion so that those senators um, have some cover. And what's going on with Miss McConnell is that they can see the writing on the wall of them losing this too bad. So, with them holding off the articles of impeachment so long, it sinked in, and this guy Lev Proners came out, and Bolton came out. All this stuff is adding logs onto the fire for them. They're about to get burned. Yeah, fired.
2: absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be a hot fire. John, let me give you the last word in this segment, man. Final thoughts on this.
4: You know, Jay, uh, earlier in, in the segment, you, you started off by indicating that there may be potentially four. Uh, senators, and, and you know, let's let's do this right here. Let let's go ahead and call this guy out for for what he hasn't done and who he is. Three of the senators, I'm assuming you're talking about Collins, McCausky, and Romney, correct? Ah, uh, that's true. Those, those, yeah, those will be three. So now let, 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 let's 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 ask let's act this right here. Let's ask our brethren down in South Carolina, Kim Scott, the one. African-American Republican senator. Now tell wow. me how he's sitting there locking arms with all of this criminal activity because he should very likely be the fourth. Okay? So if you're going to come up is with the where's Tim Scott at? And, <clears throat> you know, to, week after week, uh, his name goes untouched. But I think we need to pull up his garment and expose him because this guy is is is, is symbolic of everything that's wrong. Now, here it is. We stand on the eve of a Martin Luther King Jr. holiday, and you got a guy yep. like Tim Scott who hasn't even as much opened up his mouth. So let's call him mm. for the shame that he is. So in essence, mm. when you start talk, talking about the three that's gotten out there and hinted around that they would, then you know what? He, needs to, he should have been the first one that jumped out there because I think that uh, the, the scrutiny comes in the fact that if they don't come up with the four then those three right there will be targeted. Well, Tim Scott, I'm calling you out. And for those listeners down in South Carolina, I'm 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 I'm, I'm charging you. Get on the phone and call this guy here. And I may very well call him myself, as, as as a person who who believes in the rule of law. I want I want to find out what his position is. I really want to find out what his position is because to me, he's worse. He's worse than the other uh, Republican senator down there. Um, Lindsey uh, Graham. Lizzie Graham. I mean, that Graham, guy there is gone. Comical, but, I mean, you know, you take between Tim Scott and Lindsey Graham, you know, it's just shameless, man. But like I say, you know, that fourth person should be him.
2: You, I agree with you on that. You know, here's the sad thing about it. That's the only thing I regret about this show being a Sunday show. I mean, I understand the significance of it. But I tell you what, if this was a show during the week, we'd, we'd call his office live on the air. I mean, mean, we would. I mean, and and get some answers because I think that's important when the American people can hear democracy at its work. Man, good stuff, good segment. I tell you what, this is just a sign, folks, of what's to come. Coming up next, Them Damn Dems. Today, we're going to play political strategists for the Democrats. I'm going to ask my colleagues some questions. I want to get their honest opinion on it, and I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be informative. Meanwhile, in this week's edition of In Four Minutes or Less, something that you need to know. Who the heck is Robert Hyde? Well, keep that name in mind as the, as the uh, impeachment trial plays out. So it's time for this week's edition of Informing us to Less Something That You Need to Know. Mr. Hyde, Jekyll and Hyde. You listen to the serious side of the J. Ross Show. We'll be right back after this. Don't go anywhere.
14: We're going to stay on the topic of impeachment. The saga has revealed a new character this week, Robert Hyde. He is a little-known landscaper and congressional candidate in a small Connecticut town. He somehow turned up among a cast of characters involved with the Trump administration's campaign to pressure Ukraine for an investigation of the Bidens. Now, authorities in the U.S. and in Ukraine have launched investigations into him. NPR's Bobby Allen has been reporting from Simsbury, Connecticut, and brings us this report. Earlier this week, not many people here in this community west of Hartford had ever heard of Rob Hyde, a 40-year-old former Marine who used to run a landscaping business. He's a fierce defender of President Trump, sometimes emphasizing his support with expletives or outlandish claims. He started attending Republican fundraisers in Washington and Florida, and then launched his own bid for a U.S. House seat. Brad Karski, who runs an Italian restaurant here, says Hyde used to be a barside regular. He was a bigger-than-life kind of guy, pretty boisterous, uh, outgoing kind of gentleman. Karski says Hyde was often talking about his time in the Marines as a security detail in Iraq. He
8: liked to be seen, and um, he would sit at the bar, and uh was very vocal. When he was in the restaurant, everybody knew it. Now, the State Department, FBI, and
14: Ukraine's Interior Ministry also know about him. That's because a new data dump from House Democrats contained text messages between Hyde and indicted Giuliani associate Lev Parnas. In the texts, Hyde purports to be spying on then-U.S. ambassador to Ukraine, Marie Ivanovich. Ellen Rutell is a local educator who's been perplexed watching the latest chapter of the impeachment story reach this quiet New England community. Hyde, she says, won't be getting her vote for Congress.
9: He seems unstable and unreliable and similar to a lot of the characters who are involved in this Ukrainian scandal on the peripheral edges that are doing some really odd things.
14: Records show he's racked up serious debt at the Trump National Doral Resort in Florida. He's posted selfies on his social media with Trump and other Republican officials. The local press has been chronicling a long history of financial and legal struggles. He's been in contact with NPR for days, but refused to sit down for an interview. He did, however, talk to the Hartford Current, which posted interview snippets on Twitter. All those surveillance texts, he says it was a big joke. So when they're sending
8: me these texts, and I'm like, whatever, dude, yeah, under surveillance, just joking.
14: New documents show Hyde was in contact with an unidentified Belgium number and appeared to be passing along intel about the ambassador's whereabouts. But Hyde says he never meant for his messages to be taken seriously.
8: Who would be surveilled? A, a U.S. ambassador. Like, who could do that? Like, you can't do that. I'm a sensory landscaper that got into the politics games in D.C. on a national level, the swamp.
14: Secretary of State Mike Pompeo doesn't consider the texts a laughing matter. Pompeo told Sinclair Broadcast Group that he's dubious about the surveillance claims, but U.S. officials are still looking into it.
10: We will do everything we need to do to evaluate whether there was something that took place there. Uh, I,
3: I, I suspect that much of what's been reported will ultimately prove wrong. The
14: state's GOP has asked Hyde to drop his congressional bid. But Hyde says he loves what Trump stands for and is keeping his candidacy alive. Bobby Allen, NPR News, Simsbury, Connecticut.
3: About one in five Americans is living with a disability. Over 50 million people, including many of our friends and neighbors, teachers and co-workers, heroes and leaders. Twenty years ago, the Americans with Disabilities Act guaranteed every person the right to live, work and participate fully in the American experience. We've come a long way since then, and we are committed to making even more progress in the years ahead. Visit disability.gov to see how you can help.
0: A new poll shows former Vice President Joe Biden with a double-digit lead over his next closest competitors, Senators Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders. The national poll, which comes from the morning consult, shows Biden as the first choice of 33 percent of respondents, followed by Sanders at 20 and Warren at 15.
2: Welcome back in three four seven eight five zero 1, 2, 7, you listen to the serious side of the J. Ryle Show, which happens every Sunday morning right here on the T J R S Radio Network online radio at its best. All right, listen. I talked about this uh, thesis at the end of the first segment, but I'm going to go ahead and uh, talk about it now. All right, so listen. Right now, we're in a situation where the Democrats are now. We're only weeks away from uh, from Iowa so the question becomes, uh, what happens now? What happens next when it comes to the Democrats? And the question is, everyone's complaining about there's no diversity on the stage. The bottom line is, is that uh, this doesn't represent the Democratic Party. So what I want to do is I want to take it a step further. I want to ask our, everybody on our panelists, we're gonna, I'm going to ask them a series of questions. I want to get some answers from them. And I, want, I hope that any campaign – Could be listening to the show. I hope one is listening. You know, listen, people talk about this, but I tell you what, I remember when back in 2009 when we first got on the air. uh, Matter of fact, was 2008, I'm backing up here a little bit. When I used to do my YouTube show, uh, we were reaching out to representatives for then-Senator Obama, and we actually had some conversations with some of those people. We couldn't get them on the show We didn't have the YouTube, we didn't have the the Sirius side or the uh, BTR show set up at that point. It was hard to try to do something with him because we were just doing it from YouTube. So let's not say, you never know who's listening. So the bottom line is, if any campaign is listening, we're going to give you some good advice this morning, so stay tuned for that. All right, so now, here's my first question for everyone. We're going to go ladies first, and I was want to get everybody's answers if we could. Question is, out of all the candidates That are remaining in the Democratic Field Which candidate has not a Snowball's chance in hell To win the nomination I mean just straight up Now I know you could probably name three or four But I'm saying give me the one person That you know for a fact That doesn't have a snowball's chance in hell To win the Democratic nomination Let me start with you Vanessa Give me that candidate's name
1: Oh wow Mm.
2: Damn, is, is that hard? Oh, <laughs> sure. I thought that was gonna be quick. <laughs> I thought I started with an easy question, no. but go ahead.
11: Really? No, because no, no, because Biden's in, Warren's in, the rich guy, the rich guy doesn't have a snowball. Which one?
2: Which one? Steiner or <laughs> uh, Bloomberg?
11: Steiner. Steiner.
2: So you don't think he has a snowball chance in even though it's, out of I mean, all the people, I he made the last debate. He's
11: the, the, the call, one that one does imp-
2: He's the one that does the impeachment commercials. There's only two. Bloomberg <laughs> is a former New York. He's the he's yeah, the him. former New York mayor. Which yeah, one?
13: Yeah, him. He's, he, he does not
11: have a snowball chance in hell of winning. Which one? He does not. Steiner. The former mayor.
2: Steiner. Okay, the impeachment guy. It's interesting you say that, even though he surprisingly made that last debate. Okay, not a problem. You said he doesn't have a snowball chance. Let me go to you, Hawk. Who doesn't have a snowball chance in hell to win the Democratic nomination?
4: Well, I tell you what. I'm I'm, going to shake the foundation of the show, and I'm going
6: to say Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren. Wow. You definitely you did say? Okay you want
2: to tell us He said Elizabeth Warren Why do you say that Why do you say Elizabeth what? Warren Doesn't have a snowballs Chance in hell Hawk uh, Because you definitely Shook the show with that one <laughs>
4: that Yes <night>? indeed <laughs> definitely. Now, now, now you know I have been known To take the road less traveled. travel So Truth being told there you damn um, Ticket this morning <laughs> Now that that's, that's not to say that That she is The least Appealing of all The candidates but as I said, uh, you know, the thing I like about this show here in, in the venue, it gives us an opportunity to, to, to make commentary and have some dialogue. I just, in my opinion, I think that Elizabeth Warren has already peaked. Now, again, she may, be, she may end up in the top three or four. But as far as I'm concerned, those that's out there that's being real optimistic, at this point I think she will be more divisive. And and towards the party than she will uh, a benefactor. It's like Bernie Sanders in 2016. I think Bernie Sanders took a lot of the zeal from from uh, Hillary Clinton, and it caused some dissension within the ranks. And I think Elizabeth Warren has the same potential to do that simply because when it's all said and done. I think it'll be her and Joe Biden who will be fighting for the candidacy, and and I think Biden will win, but she she has the potential to do some real damage to him, and that's why I chose her.
2: Huh. okay. All right, Jerome, give me your. Who do you think has? Who do you think doesn't have a snowball's chance in hell to win the Democratic nomination?
12: You know, I agree with the with Elizabeth Warren, but I'm going to say Bloomberg. What? what? Really? Really, yeah. all the money he has, you think he? I, I, when, I'm, when I say not a chance, money works kind <laughs> of I mean, a. Not even a sliver it. of a chance. Money
2: you works. You don't think he
12: has a chance? Side a whole lot better. I mean, really? Styer makes sense. Why, why do change. you? Why do you say that? Why do you the, say that? The more you listen, um, um, what's the name? Styer. The more, yeah. it, and I think if black people listen to him, like for what he's campaigning on, black people will vote for Styer. I mean, they will vote for him. They're under no circumstances will people vote for Bloomberg. Bloomberg lies, if you, if you sit yep. there and say, hey, I know that we were desperate. He, he actually came out with a statement that said um, he thinks stopping frisk was helping black people. <laughs> what kind of nonsense dude, It's like saying lifting help black people. Like you, you, you're being stupid, and if you don't have good enough a, um, counsel to tell you how stupid that is, Technically, mm-hmm. you're, you're not going to get any farther. You can spend all the money you want to, but to Bloomberg's credit, he said that he's keeping his campaign together, whether he's in or out, just to get Trump out. So they need that money on his Democratic right. side to influence the race, mm-hmm. but he ain't going to do it. Wow, that's uh,
2: interesting. You say Bloomberg. Okay, I mean, that's more believable no, for me. Than, a
12: snowball's pants, than than so seriously. <laughs> I do have a snowball. pants. Wow.
2: He doesn't have a snow Okay alright What about you Mr. Elias Who in your opinion Doesn't have a snowball's chance Of winning the Democratic nomination
6: I, I would say Bloomberg also man Because even when I what? see his commercials I, I still think about the stop and frisk law When he was doing that stuff in New York And he said and he just now apologized for it Come on man You knew, that, you knew what you know what had Okay, about Jay, okay so look, Okay
1: so
2: well, let, let, me, let me just make sure I'm clear on something here. So, when I say a snowball's chance, that means that if we had to rank them from first to last, everyone that you guys just named, are you're saying that the other candidates have a better chance than winning the Democratic nominee than these people? So let's go, go over that list. So you okay. said Vanessa, Th- you said Steiner, Hawk uh, said Elizabeth Warren, Warren, which I'm like, well, I'm flabbergasted, and the brothers. Two brothers, they said, you know, uh, Bluebird. I'm going to say Deval Patrick. I don't think he has a snowball's chance in hell to win this thing.
13: Is he still, he still James, in it? he still in
4: it? Patrick. The easy. But now. He James, didn't want to make it too easy. What do you mean, easy? It's, yeah, it's the truth.
11: <laughs> Who is Deval Patrick?
4: See my
1: there you go. She yeah.
2: just proved my point.
12: I mean, <Raymondi galaxies> I, I just don't see. A, we don't see a path to victory for this guy. What's her name? Is what's the name from <No French> Hawaii? Oh, didn't nobody
4: say
12: her? Galbert. Too easy. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. see y'all, y'all not gonna do
2: this to me this morning. Y'all not gonna see that to. No, no. I didn't say dark horse. If you want to add that to the mix, I didn't say. Well, out of all. No, no. I said who does not have a snowball's chance in hell, and I think it's Evolve Patrick. All right, here's the next question. My next question is, is this, is it imperative that the Democratic nominee has a woman as their vice president, uh, vice presidential candidate? Let me start with you, Vanessa. Is it, is it imperative, yes or no? Yes. Yes, it is. Is that imp- okay. No. I'm
11: going to say it's imperative to have a uh a, a, Oh, Lord, a
2: minority meaning no No, 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 don't, don't answer the question. I okay. asked you a woman. So a woman. is it important for I them to have a, have a woman respect. as a running mate? Huh? I
11: do, yes. Yes, I do. Okay,
2: all right. Okay, all right, all right. What about you, Hulk? Do you think it's imperative <laughs> that they have a woman as a as a uh, running mate?
4: Well, let me say this before I respond, Jay. Now earlier oh, here we you go. Said that this that, that 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 the lack of diversity on a Democrat ticket. But now if you think about those 18 candidates, it started off as the most diverse of any of the, the, the presidential, the presidential uh, candidates. But now okay. to answer the question, no, I don't think so. Wow.
2: Okay. All right. I'm, I'm going to get, I'm going to come back and ask you why in a minute. Let me get it right. answers first. All right. What about you, uh, Jerome? Um, I'm going
12: to go with uh, no. No, and wow. and I, I would actually add on to that to say that if they did, there's a better chance of Trump winning. No, 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 no,
2: I know where you're going. Stop, sorry I know where you're going. Huh? That's my next question.
12: I'm coming I'm around sorry, to no, you. Man. I know where you're going with this. No. Yeah, I
2: know where I'm you're good. going. I know. I'm coming. That, that's next. And <laughs> these questions <laughs> for right, you go. when it comes around. All right, so let me go to you, Ms. Daly. Do you think it's important for the running mate to be a female?
6: Uh, yes, I do. I do think it's very important.
2: All right, so now, I'm going to ask the representative from the yes and the representative from the no. So, between Vanessa and, and Mr. Elias, which one of y'all want to give the reason why? Because I want to get more questions in. That's
1: I can me. go. All right.
2: Yeah, okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Mr. Well, Elias. Why I, I, do you think I it's think important it's, to have a female I, as a running mate?
6: I think, I think it'll, it, it will expand the base, man. I, I do. Because right now, people are saying that they're, they're tired of the old which white man that comes in, and it's always a white man, and it's always yep, that's exactly what I they're think saying. it will expand the base. I think it will expand the base, and I think it would open, open up more, more people to be, being accepting of that candidate.
2: Okay. Team females, that's the reason. All right, team male, which one of the two of you gentlemen want to uh, give the response or give the reason why it's important to have a, why it's not important to have a female as the uh, running mate? Jerome, uh, you know, Hawk, which one?
12: Yeah, you're asking me why do what? I think it's important or not important? No, no,
2: I want to ask it because y'all two, I just need a rep. So y'all two said it's not necessarily – they don't need that with females a running me I'm just trying to get one of you guys to give me a response back So I have more questions.
12: Okay, well – like I said, um, that's going be a no that I don't think so, but I got one word for you Keisha. I still say that Keisha okay, so see, is be... See, 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 you're not playing right. See, see, there you go again. You're not playing no, right. No, no, okay,
2: no. Your buzzer's off. Now, no, no, because here's the next question. Here's the next question. Here's the next question. All right, the next question is, is this Is it important for the running mate to be a person of color? And if you say yes, you have to give me the name of that individual. So let me start with you, Vanessa. Is it important for the running mate to be a person of color, yes or no? No. I don't
11: think it is. Okay, gonna, so I don't, think
2: okay, I don't need a name from you. Okay, that's fine. All right. That's, okay, So that's fine. So you think it should be a female. So, in other words, you don't have a problem with it being Amy Klobuchar or Elizabeth Warren or whoever else they may pull out. Okay, got it. Let me go to you, Hawk. Do you think it's important for the running mate to be a person of color?
4: I think it needs to be a diverse ticket.
2: Okay, so that's a yes. Uh, Yes, yes. Okay, so who do you think the running mate should be?
4: Uh, Well, considering the fact that I think Joe Biden will win the the, the Democratic nomination, I don't think that there is a person currently in the pool that I would elect as the vice president. Not that person okay, running for president. Who
2: that was? Okay, so you say. Okay, so you don't know who that person is, but you should. Okay, got it. All right, so I know the answer. To this. All right, Jerome, let me swing around to you. Do you think it should be a person of color, and if so, who?
12: Um, I, I'm pretty. Spe- I'm pretty specific, but I don't think it has to be a person of color. No. Really? I think it will be. I don't think it has to be. No, 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 no! Hold on, Jerome, see, 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 you're doing Bill Oh no, no, no. So you don't no, no, think it has to be a person me. of color? You ask me, and oh, I'm no. just telling you, it does not have to be a person of color. No, it doesn't have to be.
2: Okay, we're gonna stop right here. Why do you? Why do you think that it shouldn't be a person of color? When you hear all of these folks crying about the lack of diversity on the Democratic stage, you don't think that. The black women that who are the backbone of this party Won't go bonkers If we have two white candidates And in your opinion
12: it would be two males Two Jay, white males Representing Jay, the Democratic Party Jay you're hilarious and I feel like I'm on Fox You're asking me two different questions <laughs>
1: Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like you gotta like, This black women like I'm
12: some crazy
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> no 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 You said it doesn't have to be a woman and you said it doesn't have to be, like, a, a, a black a, or a person of color. So I'm trying no, to find out to, who. No. Okay, so then give me who
12: you think it should be then. I think it's going to be Keisha. Well, see, that, I okay. think I told y'all that before. just contradicted called. your answers. You asked me if it has to be. I am saying it does not have to be okay, okay, for see, them to so win. Me, it doesn't here, have to be a woman. Here's the disclaimer when it comes won.
2: to Gerald. Ger- Jerome is a, a real-life political strategist, folks, so his answers are along those lines. He's not like the rest of us. He's not normal people like us. So I, I get why he's saying what he's yeah, saying. Yeah, I don't he's play a hypothetical. coming from an analytical. Yeah, there you go. That's the reason why. Okay, so so you think it's going to be Keisha Keisha Bottoms, the, the Atlanta mayor, female, African-American? Yeah. I think it should be, yes. Okay. Yep. Okay, all right. You think it should be. All right, good. All right, what about you, Mr. L S?
6: Uh, I I'm on the fence with that, but if it is going to be a person of color, I would say Abrams or like like Jerome said Keisha, I would Abrams. I would say interesting Abrams. Okay,
2: all right,
1: yeah, all right. right. Next question.
2: Uh, look, look, look uh, Abrams. Oh, cool. Okay, okay, I right, got it. All right, so no, 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 no. I'm just, just no. I'm just. I heard what she just said. Okay, all right. So next question is this: Who? <coughs> Who would be da- who's going to be the most damaged coming out of this uh election cycle? Who's gonna be who's put themselves in a position where they would never ever be in a position to be able to run for president again based on the fact that they entered this race? Who's that person, in your opinion? Let me go to you first, Vanessa. I don't know, Jay. For the first time I do
11: not know. I don't know. know. Mm-hmm. I have to stop and think about what all they've said and done. I
2: don't. All right, well, think about know. it. Hopefully, okay, think about it. I'll come back to you. What about you, Johnny? Who's going to be hurt from this? Who's not going to be able to run for president again based on this election cycle and the, how they performed during this uh, during this stretch? In your opinion?
4: Uh, wow. I tell you what, mm. it's been so so many. I, I guess to me the most disappointing would be Julian Castro. Mm,
1: yeah, I just think,
4: okay. he, yeah, I think he, I think he, 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 really, I think he flipped the table on, on uh, his years of working with, with President Obama by his 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 attacks and his overzealousness to to go after Joe Biden, and I just think mm. that that's going to hurt him long ago. There's not a lot of Hispanic and Latino candidates out there and perhaps he could have reemerged if he had been softer and more congenial but he jumped out there and flip-flopped the table and I just think that he he may not ever reemerge at that level again.
2: Wow, that's a good one, man. That is a good one. I didn't think of him. That's a good one. What about you, Jerome? Who's going to be hurt from this and they have pretty much Hey, they'll never be president based on the fact of what happened during this campaign cycle. In your opinion,
12: I, you know, I can, I would take the easy way out and just say Cory Booker, but I never thought he had a snowball. So I guess
1: that would be. Um, so wait, Christie. so wait,
2: whoa, wait, that's that's interesting. So you're saying you think that because of how he performed here, you don't think that
12: he can reemerge in 2024 to be a, a candidate? Th- no, I think you, you don't think so. Him that he does not have the support. I think he showed his hand. So uh, what are you going to do to build that? So you can expose yourself a little too early and be like, I'm the I'm the next coming. And so even at how he went at, you know, we need to have a person of color and it's not fair. Like, even the, the, the shots that he took at people, it just didn't work for him. So I think he's exposed.
1: It's
12: going to be hard for him to, like, it's like having the people who support Biden Support Corey now mm-hmm. he he made a mockery. He and Kamala taking shots at Biden was mm-hmm. fair because it was things that they did that they took a shot at him for. So that hypocrisy does not work. Um, so you're you don't have a base. So Corey doesn't have a base constituency that's going to actually ride with him. So hmm. now how are you
13: going to wow? Into that's a rain? good one.
12: That's a good one. Yeah, you that's, need, that's, you I need like the way you broke it
2: down. Yeah. Wow, that's good. What about you, Mr. Elias? Give me that name.
6: Camilla Harris, man. I think really? You don't a lot think she could go? You,
1: stuff. Wow.
2: So you don't yeah. think she has a chance. You don't think that this may have helped her prepare for a run in the future. You think it's done. It's a done deal. She hurt herself by uh, yeah, she, coming out and doing this. She,
6: she, she exposed herself when she gets called out of who she is. You know, whenever, whenever, whenever the pressure's on, how does she react to it? And when when the press was on her She reacted to it She had nasty attitude So yeah I think she hurt herself On a lot of stuff And and the sneak attacks And all the rest of that stuff she did Nah man Uh uh
2: Wow To me My answer here I think is Deval Patrick I think that for me for you to get in a race this late, not really having a game plan, I, I just think people look at this as, wow, to me at least, like what type of judgment is that? I mean, I, maybe he should have got in early. I, I just think that he sh- you know, he should have just stayed out, could have built up his political resume, or really did some more things to expose himself and then be ready for a run in four years. I just think him getting in late, I don't know, just to me kind of reflects on his. Oh his decision making. Alright, so dang I have so many more. Last question, let me try to get the last one there. Alright, here's the last Can I answer mine now? You did answer it. Oh, I'm sorry, you didn't. Did. Who is it, Vanessa? My bad, I'm sorry. Who 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 who, who, no, no.
11: who, who would you say? I think that the person who is done with running is Bernie Sanders. He's already a hundred years old. And, and this is his <laughs> second run. And he's had a heart attack. All he's oh doing is to over. <laughs> I think the last person to
13: run
11: is 100 years old Bernie Sanders he's
2: done. If he don't wear this, he's done. <laughs> well, win. that's okay. an easy answer because he's freaking what, 78? Or how? I mean, come on. Nobody's going to elect anybody you, in their 80s. This is his last, man. Okay. All right. So here, my last question, and this pertains to Joe Biden. Is it smart <laughs> for Joe Biden? To continue to align himself with President Obama. Now it sounds like an easy question, but I'm serious. Does it? I mean, are we at a point where Joe Biden really and truly needs to say, "Hey, this is me," and stop aligning himself with President Obama? Uh, and and the reason why I asked this question is because of a political ad that was released by his campaign. Uh, Over I think last week or something like that Uh, You know Joe Biden keeps saying I don't want President Obama's help I don't need President Obama's help I don't need President Obama's help But every time you turn around He's invoking President Obama So uh, Vanessa Do you think that Joe Biden should continue To align himself with President Obama Is that a good thing or a bad thing for Joe Biden
11: Did you see the TV commercial That I'm also I'm I'm going to
2: play I'm going to play it here I'm going to play it after you give me your response.
11: But President Obama made that commercial for Biden, not Biden. No, he
2: did not. No, he didn't.
11: No, he didn't. (gasps) Well, it was Obama's boy.
2: Yeah, what he did was he took. No, no, no. What he did was, and this is the reason why I asked the question. What he did, matter of fact, let me just play it and then we'll talk on the other side. Here's the commercial.
3: We all know that on its own, his work does not capture the full measure of Joe Biden. When Joe talks about opportunity for our children, we hear the father who rode the rails home every night so he could be there to tuck his kids into bed. When Joe talks to gold star families who've lost a hero, we hear another father of an American veteran, a resilient and loyal and humble servant. The best part is he's nowhere close to finish.
2: Vanessa, what happened was the Biden campaign took excerpts from – one of the last things President Obama did before he left office was he awarded Joe Biden a Presidential Medal of something. And so uh, is it the Presidential Freedom Medal? I don't know what it's called. But anyway, those were remarks taken from that speech. President President Obama hasn't endorsed anyone. So that's not – President Obama didn't endorse uh, Biden. So now – that being said, do you think that the former vice president should continue to uh hold on to the coattails of the former for of the other former president of the United States?
11: Okay. So to answer your question, first of mm-hmm. all, Obama had to give him the okay to do that. And the second thing is I think uh, that he can't. I don't hold think he does, but, to, but
2: okay. He no, go he ahead. Can hold finish, on finish to, I
11: am mm-hmm. He can hold on to Obama's coattail, but not use it as much as he's using it. I think he uses it too much, but I think he still can use it. I think he still can use his coattail. I just don't think he should use it as much as he's
13: using it.
2: Okay, so you think that he should continue, but he needs to not use it as much. Okay, Johnny D., what about you, man? You think it's smart for for, for the former VP to continue to align himself with President Obama?
4: what you know let's 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 look at th- this analogy here in the next several weeks a lot of NFL teams are going to be looking for what a head coach correct so if you look for uh, a head coach and there's someone out there who has a resume of being a defensive coordinator or an assistant head coach and that's the highest okay. level that they performed that so i think with yeah. Joe Biden because he has been the vice president which is the the second highest office in, in 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 all the world, okay. As far as the freedom, mm-hmm. the liberty, the, the the voice of power, then why would you okay. not utilize that? Now, of course, what he has okay. to do, and it's a real delicate, um, it's a real delicate situation, is that I still don't think that any of them have been on message to talk about what they're going to do for the American people. You know, the the constituents of America have been suffering under this tyranny for. You know, over three years So tell me what it is mm-hmm. Other than, you know, the desire To get this criminal out of Washington right. What is it that mm-hmm. what is it that you have? So I want all of them okay. to step up And say, look, this is what I can do for you But to say that Joe Biden can't use That distinguished part of, of, of his resume You know, eight years he served faithfully To President Obama And he was the second person In charge of this great nation of ours Here, so why would you not use it?
2: Okay, so so basically you're saying that, I like that analogy, you know, hey, he was uh, yeah, yeah, head coach, he, he was office coordinator, he, so, yeah, there you go, use it. Okay, right, uh, that's interesting, but I, also heard, yeah. but I also heard you say that, but you also need to come up with your own message. All right, that's good. All right, what about you, Jerome? Oh, man, we're over. All right, Jerome, what about you, man? What do you think, man? you think that Biden should continue to hold on to the coattails of uh, President Obama?
12: I don't think that he's holding on to the coattails of Obama. I mean, there's really? a couple of things okay. here, but mainly that was his job. Like, so if it wasn't for Biden, we probably wouldn't have health care, because you have to remember, Biden, even as vice president, whipped the senators. It wasn't Harry Reid that did it. He he convened the yeah. Senate, and he actually mm-hmm. worked. So if you talk about the stuff that Biden did, uh, doing that during that time as vice president, he was very effective. He probably, that's why he got that Medal of Freedom Award, too, is because Biden worked while he was there. He wasn't being Mike Pence. He wasn't being a a shig for somebody. Like, he wasn't just a prop. Biden actually did work, so he has to claim the work that he did and forget Hmm. Obama at the point where Obama is or is not endorsing. Obama's always been really lukewarm and noncommittal when it comes to a lot of things. So he wants to play the middle of the fence to that. People say that about him and Hillary, and he didn't endorse her and whatever. But that's just who that mm-hmm. dude is, right? Nobody's mad no. at him okay. for being that or not. But to actually no. think that that is a slam against somebody because Obama didn't commit, I give you, I can give you a lot of examples of him not committing to something. I don't think he's very that's good true. at that. Yeah. I don't
2: think he's right. better well, good at that. That's good. I mean, okay, so I mean I like the way you broke that down. All right, Mr. L. A. S. man. Uh you're the last one as we gotta get out of here. So, real quick, uh, do you think it's a good thing for him to continue to align himself Close to align himself with uh,
6: President Obama? Yes. Why not? I mean the bottom line is that the man look at the look man's popularity. <laughs> so yeah. bottom line is yes, I think it's a great thing.
2: He yeah. is the most popular I mean. democrat in the party. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. Alright folks, we're gonna step out. We'll be right back after this. Uh, third and final set of the J- of the serious side right, coming up next. You listen to the TJRS Radio Network online radio at it its best. Good stuff, like right that. It is the best Sunday morning online radio show, period.
13: Hi, I'm Jay, the
2: host of the serious side of the TGRS. And I'm asking you to come join me and my friends for some serious conversation before you go to church. It's the serious side of the TGRS. Happens every Sunday morning, 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, right
1: here on the BTR Radio Network.
5: Her that's relationship was a disaster. Accusations every day she didn't know why. All her calls would be ignored. He's on his own time. Should have ended it before it started. All she ever got was broken hearted. He was cheating on her, trying to flip. It. Back on her like a victim. And she all alone started. No. Now she got She can't help the attraction He tells her that he's nothing like the last one He redefines in every way what love is She fell for him and hasn't gotten upset Every now and then she goes off though Beating on his chest like a bongo He understands she's coming from a hurt place Answers all the questions Get doesn't break trust. Doesn't call a hoe after hang-ups. Give her everything she ever wants. Now losing control now fighting the truth trying to hide the
14: Welcome back to The Serious Side. If you are just joining us, here's what you have missed so far.
3: Seeing history in motion here. Members of the House, those seven managers who will be a part of the Senate trial that's going to take place for the impeachment trial of Donald J. Trump, the President of the United States. Those articles of impeachment, abuse of power and obstruction of justice... Being walked over now to the U.S. Senate.
9: Wayne this is about a two-minute walk to uh, from the House, rather to the Senate chamber, which is on the second floor of the Capitol. The clerk will be handing this off to the Senate Majority Secretary. Uh, you can see this is a, a somber time; they are uh, very stone-faced here as they make that trek through the Capitol to deliver the articles of impeachment. And as Calvin just said, it is history in the making that you are watching.
0: A new poll shows former Vice President Joe Biden with a double-digit lead over his next closest competitors, Senators Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders. The national poll, which comes from the morning consult, shows Biden as the first choice of 33 percent of respondents, followed by Sanders at 20 and Warren at 15. What do you think
9: is the main inaccuracy or the main lie that's being told that you feel like you can correct?
10: That the president didn't know what was going on. Uh, president Trump knew exactly what was going on. Uh, he was aware of all of my movements. Uh, he, I wouldn't do anything without the consent of Rudy Giuliani or the president. I have no intent, I have no reason to speak to any of these officials. I mean, they have no reason to speak to me. Why would President Zelensky's inner circle or the Minister of Akov or all these people or President Poroshenko meet with me? Who am I?
1: Mm-hmm.
10: They were told to meet with me and uh, that's the secret that they're trying to keep. I was on the ground doing their work.
2: Back three four seven eight five oh one two seven two actually we're about to talk about that last piece right now. But before we do that, as always, every Sunday morning, we like to say good morning to the peeps who are listening to the show. Also say good morning to our panelists So let me start that portion off. Let's say good morning to the very lovely Miss Vanessa Maybelli from the McAnally. Good morning, Vanessa. Good
11: morning, good
2: morning everybody. Happy Sunday. Back at you. The smartest man in the world, Mr. Jerome Sprees Good morning, sir.
12: Hey, good morning,
2: man. How you doing? Just another day in paradise, no palm trees.
12: The educated brother himself
2: is in the house. Mister Johnny D, the place to be. What's up, John? How you doing? Good morning. I am blessed, and again, just thankful. Uh, same here, ditto. And the man who really runs everything around here, the one and only Mister L to the E
6: to the S.
2: My star. What's up, dude?
6: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, and who we have in the chat room, Jay, is bubble Bright and Easy, of course. And, of course, there's you and Donald Trump stuff in there. That.
2: That's all right. Kavita, man, what's happening with you? Momo Beazzy's in the house as well. Good morning, Momo. How you doing? The pastor's in the house. Uh, let's switch over to the pastor's in the house. Mariana Music says uh, she's, in, she's in Paris. All
1: right, girl, go ahead on. She's in Paris
2: checking in. Good morning to you. Sydney's in the house. John, Tabitha Jenkins? Jenny Jenkins. I don't know what this is that uh, what that says? Caleb, I've never heard that name before. Uh, Ricky Martin, a lot of people in the house. Uh, good stuff. Appreciate you. All right, real quick here before we get into this last segment. Uh, look, uh, anyone see Bad Boys in your Life yet? I just want to. Just throw that out there. I, 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 mean, mm-hmm. I thought it was, Mr. As we saw it. I mean, what do you think? Man? It was a pretty good movie or what? Is it worth the money?
6: Yeah, it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I did, most definitely. Well,
2: what I tell you, they're already mm-hmm. talking about a Bad Boys 4. Because remember, remember uh, Will Smith was like, well, I don't know. We'll see. But now, because it looks like they're going to have the second highest opening on MLK weekend ever, so we suggest you get out and see Bad Boys for Life. Get out there and check it out. It should be—it's a good movie. I liked it. It was pretty good. Fun loving in the whole nine yards. All right, third and final set. Uh, listen, this past week, Rachel Maddow sat down with with uh, what's his name, Lee Parnish. Now this is a guy that uh-huh. was Giuliani's associate. This is a guy. That said, look, he's willing to testify in front of the Senate. So when people talk about the fact that Nancy Pelosi held these articles of impeachment. She had a method to the madness, and this was to me one of the results of her holding this thing out. We got to hear chance to hear from a whole bunch of folks. So let's get into this portion of the show. Do you honestly think? And let me start this conversation off with you, Vanessa. Do you honestly think that the racial, the race, the, the interview with this guy? Do you think it's going to have an impact on next week's impeachment trial? Do you think that they're, he's going to be called as a witness? Do you honestly think, because the president's come out and said, I don't know him, I don't know him, and then guess what? His attorneys, Parnas' attorneys, released a clip showing he was right there with the press, elbow to elbow, greeting people. Like you said, there are contacts out there. There are phone numbers of people that, everything that he said up to this point, col- 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 say the word for Mr. Elias. I'm having problems this morning. Alumnus. Collaborate. Huh? Corroborate. I can't Corrobor- say that word anyway.
13: Everything Corrobor- that he said, word. there are
2: certain words there are certain words I can't say. We had a joke about this on the J. Rouse show. There's anyway, anyway. So, so anyway, everything that he's saying actually works within the timeline of everyone who testifies So all what this guy's doing right now is he is In 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 terms saying, look, everything that I'm saying right now, it works with everything that everybody else said. It all has the same timeline. So let me go to you, Vanessa. Do you think the fact that this guy's interview, what do you think? Do you think to me his interview was the reason is the reason why they will have witnesses? To me, I think that that pushed it over the edge. For me, what do you think? Okay.
11: Sometimes I take a lot of time to talk, and sometimes I. A quick answer. I have to say on this, when that guy was being interviewed by Rachel Maddow, and by the way, he has been on every talk show chain that you can imagine because he's scared that he's gonna come up missing. So he's out there talking to everybody who want to talk to him. Okay. Wow. I'm I'm serious. So that's sad,
2: but that's that's, that's a real that's it, a real possibility. It, 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 it's
11: true because he has got so much dirt on them that it is i I'm, is. I'm, my mouth was to open I wanted to text y'all I said, uh, uh, if y'all have not found out what that man said who's listening to my voice on the J. Rouse show y'all need to go back and look at the Rachel matter, google it up and see if you can find that program and it, if it, they're going they the they, to they're gonna re-air it tonight they're going to re it they're going to re-air
2: it tonight on MSNBC so if you missed it you can watch if it tonight you
11: can, if they want the whistleblower honey the whistleblower ain't got nothing on this man. This man has text messages being printed off of his telephone, emails, and they asked him, well, have you stopped printing stuff? And he said he's not going to stop printing information until the Democrats tell him to stop printing the information. He has not had his phone for months because he gave it to the, info- the phone to his attorney. Did he said he was sitting there looking at, was it Nunez? Correct me if I'm wrong. He was sitting there looking at Nunez on the panel, and Nunez is one of the people who was in the mess with him. I'm like, bad bad. Bad bad. Mike. Oh, wait, 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 Jay. He said Mike Pence. Let's not forget about Brother Piss. He said Mike Pence knew everything that was going on, and he named everybody who knew everything about what was going on. That man took some people to the cleanup. And had Nancy right. Pelosi went ahead and walked that stuff up in December, she wouldn't have gotten that information now. So yes, I think that this what happens with him is going to affect what happens in the next couple of weeks. Yes, I do. All
2: right, now I wanted to, I wanted to, it was a beautiful segue into what Nunez, Devin Nunez, let me play, <laughs> here's what a part is said about Nunes, and we'll talk on the other side. This this stuff is unbelievable. I can't believe people still support this fool.
9: Do you know Congressman Devin Nunes? Yes, I do. What's been your relationship
14: with him?
10: Uh, We don't have too much of a relationship. We met several times at the Trump Hotel. uh, But our relationship started uh, getting, basically, where it expanded was uh, when uh, I was introduced uh, to his uh, uh, aide, Derek Harvey. Mm -hmm. And... the reason why Derek Harvey was more of, the I understood, I was told at that time is because Devin Nunez just had an ethics, something to do with the next ethics committee, and he couldn't be in the spotlight, he was kind of shunned a little bit, and that they was looking into this Ukraine stuff.
9: Does it strike you as unusual or inappropriate that Devin Nunez would be one of the lead investigators into this scandal on the House Intelligence Committee? He's obviously the top Republican on that committee.
10: I was in shock when I was watching the hearings and when I saw Devin Nunez sitting up there and then they, there was a picture where Derek Harvey was in back over there sitting I texted my attorney I said I can't believe this is happening because well because uh, they were involved in getting all this stuff on Biden
8: Did you ever talk to this guy, Les Parnes, or whoever his name is? You know, it's possible, but I haven't gone through all my phone records. I don't really recall uh, that name. You know, I remember their name now because he's been indicted. I'll go back and check all my records, but it seems very unlikely that I would be taking calls from random people.
0: Your phone number showed up with calls to him, to Lev Parnes, um, in, in a... Like list of data numbers, and you said that you didn't recall uh, speaking with him, um, or whether it was on your cell phone or your office phone. Have you have you figured out the answer to any of those yeah, questions? Yeah, and if,
8: if you if you recall, that was brand new when that came yeah. out when I came on your show That's because right. I just did, I just didn't know the name, this name Parnas. Mm-hmm. So you know what I always like to remind people is you know we are dealing with people every day. We're an oversight committee, so we yeah. have incoming calls that come to my office, to my cell phone, et cetera, et cetera, and then sure. you, you know you know now that uh, he had called my cell phone. Uh, and I didn't know his name, I didn't remember the name, but I did remember going back, looking at where I was at the time, because you know, you can do that now, you actually know where you physically are, checked it with my records. Right. And it was very clear, I remember I remember that call, uh, which was very odd, random. Talking about random things, and I said, "Great, you know, just talk to my staff, and boom, boom, boom." And that's which is so. There normal, was no discussion about the procedure. about the
0: Ukrainian ambassador. There was no. Was there any discussion about the Ukrainian ambassador and the, the fact that she should be removed in that call?
8: Well, the first time I remember the name Yovanovich, the ambassador, was not until this impeachment sham mm-hmm. started. <laughs>
13: Oh, Just I mean, this, wow! This, this you is comical. This,
1: up. <laughs> this is comical. You can't make, can make
2: this up. <laughs> it's comical. <laughs> this is comical. I, I mean, uh, uh, uh well, uh, yeah, you know, you can do that nowadays. Tell where you are. <laughs> you're a sitting U.S. Congressperson, and you're talking as if this guy called into the main line at your office. He called your cell phone. He called your
11: cell phone.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I, I mean, I, I, how many people, how many, hey, I'm just going to give my cell phone number out to whomever. Come on,
13: folks. Well, I mean, what mm-hmm. is this? You people can't be yeah. as stupid
2: as you as you present yourselves. I, I just, I refuse to believe <laughs> that we have Americans in this country who are falling for this nonsense. This is comical. Okay. Uh, Jerome? I mean this is some stuff you would see at ten thirty five on you on a U, on a UHF channel, mighty Pi, you know, Mighty Pythons flying circus. That's what this stuff is. This is this is crazy.
12: You know, is but, it just
2: me, Romy Rome? I mean I mean no, talk no, to it, me, man. I
12: mean I, <laughs> I guess, I guess I'm I'm looking at it from like their, their defense, the Nunez people and, and the Republicans' defense of this is like, you can't trust this guy because he's a criminal. And I'm mean, like, <laughs> they're all criminals. <laughs> like, Of course he is, right? He was hanging out with Giuliani. Like he – but this dude – I have to say this about him, and, and uh, I thought this. I didn't say it, so I have to give credit. I'm trying to – Kirshner, he was a former prosecutor, uh, federal prosecutor. He said this. That um, he was afraid. He thinks that um, Lev is afraid of getting Epstein, because you have to you have to realize this is that oh, if boy. the government is after you, at the risk of having um, um, this show blocked from all federal transmission, if the government is after <laughs> you, you need to go public really quickly, right? And oh, so boy. the problem is is that the information that he has implicates um, the Trump. It implicates the attorney general. It implicates the um, um, Pence. It implicates a lot of people, right? Now they got him on something totally separate, campaign finance law issues. He can't trade what he knows about Trump with them because they won't prosecute him per the Justice Department's rules that they don't want to prosecute him. So if he gives them all that information and they send them to a federal jail like like they did Epstein. He does not know what's going to happen to him So he didn't want to die with this being silent What he did is he went public really fast In a good two-part interview And spilled it Because the federal folks don't want this information So he ended up putting on a red record It was the smartest thing That he, this was brilliant for him To save his life Because if he had all this information And he goes into federal custody You'll never hear a word from this dude ever again It was smart You know I tell you what Johnny Yeah Go ahead I'm sorry No I was going to say When people started thinking About motivations And all that other stuff I just want them To remember that Is that It was the smartest move That he could have ever made Is to actually Just blow them Out of the water This sounds like Russia Johnny,
2: this sounds like Russia. You talk about Vladimir Putin. You end up you know sleeping with the fishes. I mean, this is crazy <laughs> what what we're witnessing here I, I mean, for people to honestly with a straight face, say well the President didn't do anything where they have phone records. I mean, good guy, go back to Michael Cohen. You had him on tape. Michael Cohen produced evidence of him and Trump talking about paying off stormy Stormy Daniels, and these people oh well. <laughs> I mean, what is this? I, I don't know this man. I never met him before in my life. Then all this video shows up. Him and I sister. take pictures of thousands <laughs> of people. <laughs> I mean, this, 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 Johnny, man, it's almost like we're living in some type of alternate universe. I, I mean, these people are nuts. What
1: say you
4: It is, Jim. Grace. You know, it. the thing is, is when is enough enough with this individual uh. here you know you've got six individuals that are trump associates who have been convicted and sentenced to prison <clears throat> from the 2016 russian mandate. and then you come and you know we, we we use this this civil rights term which is too kind and we say quid pro quo but what he did he extorted ukraine and the ukrainian people and the an ally to the United States, he extorted, he extorted them. Okay, so it's not about this for that. And then, of course, he solicited the help of a foreign entity to interfere with the the presidential election. This guy has committed treason. So now, you come up with this Lev Parnas, and <clears throat> Lev Parnas, um, in, in, in doing some research, of course, he he was put. He and another guy, I think Friedman or something. Of that nature of uh, basically Giuliani was their counsel of course again the attempt to make it attorney client privileges he goes over there some random guy and he meets with the Ukrainian president and all of his his delegation of, of, of high officials within that country on behalf of who on behalf of Donald Trump and to set back and, and, and put himself in a room with Donald Trump you know for one you know, we all know that Trump and 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 has no this guy has no integrity. So whatever he says has to be frowned upon and looked at as as if a lie. Almost the night that he got on there and and you know, pumped his chest and touted his arms and said that there were no US soldiers that were injured uh during the, the Iran airstrike, okay? So this Parnas guy now has come out with this incriminating information, and we keep on trying to pile on to the cake. The reality of it is that the foundation and the indictments are already there. So what if Bolton comes to, to, to testify? What if Parnas comes to testify? still doesn't negate the fact that you're going to have the, the the disbelievers. you going to still have the Mitch McConnells and, and, and those individuals who are going to lock arms with this guy and try to interfere with the process. I mean, yeah, this is this is good information to come out, but who is it going to really convince? You know, it's like laws. Laws are for, for honest people, and his yeah. regime is not an honest individual. Those individuals who support him, they do it out of defiance of, of President Obama or just to simply be anti-American. There's no way that you well. that can sit back and say that you believe in the flag, believe in the Constitution, uh, believe in the Bill of Rights, and, and support this criminal, okay? It's 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 absolutely yeah. no way that you can say that you are a yeah. true American, okay? And 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 allow the tyranny and the lies and the deceit of this individual right here to go on, unless you simply have your own little cause. So, you know, I applaud the process. I applaud people potentially digging up dirt on this guy right here. But the reality mm-hmm. of it is, is this here? We need no more, okay? There is plenty out yeah. there that's all ready to indict this mm-hmm. guy. Now, what we need is is Tim Scott. Paul and Tim Scott, to be mm. one of those other three individuals that pre- potentially may come up, McCursky, Collins, and Mitt Romney, and I'm, I'm basically challenging all four of them to come up and say, you know what, we want to hear this testimony right there and do the right thing for the American people.
2: Do the right thing like uh, my man, uh, Spike Lee said, Mr. Elias, what say you, man?
6: It's truly amazing oh, yeah. That yeah, there is. It's yeah. truly amazing That um, We live in the world we live in And to be in the chat room With some of these damn idiots is, it, it tells me Where we live at These these are the people that are in the chat room That are praising Putin but they're Americans <laughs> This, is, this well, is what we live in This is the time we live in But these are the same yeah. people That don't want you to kneel but it's a national anthem. But they'll praise a foreign, a dictator that kills his own people, and don't believe in the freedom yeah. of speech. But these are the same people that are patriots. Go to hell. Yeah, That's y-
1: why you know, a part of me, a part of me,
2: a part of me has to think that some of this stuff is a joke, right? I, I mean, you just can't think that anybody no, that has any, not. any, any type of educate. You know, when I first joined the military, man. Everything that they taught us Was Russia was the enemy We had to learn all the Russian Mm things We had to know all the Russian signs I mean they were the enemy Now it's like hey they're part of the club Man you know Russia You know all these commies these commies. Where do you think that came from Communement Can I ask a question Jay Yes go ahead Vanessa I want
11: to ask it to you and Hawk What do you think When they called what do you think about when they called uh, Trump into an office and they was going over some things with him? And he called the military losers and dummies. I, I was floored. I immediately started posting on Facebook, you Republicans, what do you think about your president calling the military dummies and losers? What do y'all think about the, him
2: saying that? Well, I think every week, you know, how I feel about this fool. I mean, I just think he's a clown. And the bottom line is, I'm just, you know, like I said, people that, that are supporters of him, I, I just can't I, I can't relate with them because I would like to think that they're smarter than this. And, you know, I mean, it's, yeah. it's pretty blatant what he's doing. But it does, but see, Vanessa, but, okay, but but Vanessa, it goes back to what we just talked about Russian. You know, uh, the Republicans were always the ones talking a red blooded American, this, that, and the other, but yet still you have a president that embraces Russia, that embraces them. And they haven't said a damn thing about it. This is the same party that talks about family values. This is the guy who has screwed and had sex with his wife, got about 10, 10 damn wives. They still support him.
6: I mean, so and so easy, this is just. He's a veteran, and he still supports. He's a veteran. And he just say, he just talked about the military. Just guy, just just really talked down about the military, but Easy still supports him, and he's a veteran. That's this is what they do. Yeah, They're so I just don't, that. you know. So I can't,
2: I can't, and I, you know, let's stop. I want to stop doing that too. I mean, look, I, I mean, the bottom line is, I don't want to point out, folks. You know, because people hear this stuff all over the world. I'm not sure trying you. to give anybody. i sure No, no. Did. I want. No, no. What I I'm did. saying is, damn. I don't want. Listen, I don't want to make them mortars. I don't want to give them their 10 minutes or 15 minutes of fame. Forget them. I mean, the bottom line is, continue to say what you want to say. You know, but I'm not going to sit here and promote that that nonsense on this show. I mean, you want to make a comment, make a comment. But I'm not going to go back and forth with what they think. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm I, I'm a little disappointed with some of the folks I associated with. But the fact that they follow this guy. You know, if a person's wrong, they're wrong Period Just call it what it is To sit here and have a trial without having witnesses That is ridiculous And if the shoes were reversed If, the, if everything was reversed If President Obama did half the mess These guys did They'd have to bring the National Guard and the Armed Forces To guard the White House
1: People be mm-hmm. trying to jump
2: the fence to yep. pull him out of there I mean, it's yep. just amazing how these folks Have this convenient amnesia When it comes to this man all right, look, we're we're, we're getting over. All right, I'm gonna give everybody final thoughts if, if I did not get a chance to come around because we're we're running out of time. Let me let me start with you, uh, Jerome. give me your final thoughts on on this segment or anything you want to talk about before we get to the next phase of the show. It's unbelievable. It's yeah, no, no, I I actually
12: don't have a thought on it. You can just go on for time. I'm, I'm good.
2: anything. All right. Go right, ahead. All right. What about you? All right, let's yeah. hear from you, Johnny. You you said something. Let me, let me give it to you. Me. Uh, Less man, give me give me your
6: final on this man, so we can move on. I, Jesus I don't Christ. I don't have a final on it, man, because there's nothing you can do to this guy's supporters that will turn turn them against them. So, you know, he can do nothing. He can do no wrong. So, God bless him. Whatever, I'm
1: done. <laughs>
2: What is it, man? Did they? Did, hey, 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 Johnny! Did they fly planes over the country at night and put out some Trump juice? And I, I mean, what, what, what is going on, man? Give me your final thoughts on this stuff, man. This
1: is
4: great. No, I like it. Jay, like, did this, 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 this era of, of politics <laughs> is, is is a byproduct of the of the election of President uh, Obama. You got individuals yeah. who are, who just want to sit back and say, you know what? Now, now look at this right here, and they'll go all in to their death for this individual right here, knowing that he's done nothing <clears throat> in regards to that. That those persons who he, who he swore during his campaign that he's going to look out for, uh, they've lost health care. They are poor now. You know, uh, they're, they're they're angrier now. Okay, and, and evidence will be tomorrow in, in Virginia, where you you got all of oh, the yeah. uproar with these white supremacists trying to go to Virginia and things like this. It's just an ugly time, man. And real quickly, cause I know we got to transition over, but, you know, over, over the past weekend, I've been sitting in and I'm looking at uh, store, things like eyes of the prize and stuff like that, just really reminiscing yeah. on, on on our culture and American history, not just, you know, African-American history, American history, because it, it's synonymous yeah. with one another. And i tell you, man, yeah. on, on, The night that I still say to me is America's Independence Day for the first time they lived up to part of that Constitution. I I, I still have smiles on my face when I go back to November 4th of 2008. And the C.D. Obama's come out under night air after he had been uh, elected as president. And to see the American people as they scan, and to see the diversity of that audience mm-hmm. right there—that's that right there—is the utopia. That's the belief that I still want to have in the American public. Not what you see now—this this racist bit of mm-hmm. hate of of just the angry person, man. So I, I think, yep. as 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 much as I I want to to set back and just you know be just as, as as fightful and hateful as some of those individuals, I can't allow that to be me and that's what i think yeah. we all need to really reflect on is keep your good even in the midst of the bad but that yeah, night
2: that's a good point
4: I, again seeing that man like i say it was just a beautiful thing it was just a beautiful thing yeah
2: I, and i go back i go back to that too everyone right when i have to kind of reset i have to go back to some of those old videos as well all right Vanessa, i'm gonna give it to you give it to us last off
11: before we move on oh. All I know is I'm going to cook a good dinner on Tuesday and Wednesday because I want to see all of this unfold. And I hope (laughs) and pray that the American people who are so busy being competing in their own life will take a few minutes to realize what is about to happen for their children and their children's children's future where the president of the United States who has put 187 judges in place, wait till those rules take effect. Wait till the rules of food stamps and Medicare and Medicaid takes effect, and you got to start helping your parents because they're not getting everything. I need everybody at the sound of my voice. Go ahead, Jay. I I need everybody at the sound of my voice to pass it to other people to start paying attention to this trial because they're not. They're like, oh, I ain't voting for him. I'm not going to worry about it. It's not what's worried about that. You need to get out and vote in March so that we can have both sides of the fence. They need to understand that with everything that Trump is doing and not talking about is a little shiny object over here is because he is doing everything within his That's going to bring Mm -hmm. down the minority. Y'all wait and see what happens with food stamps, Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, and what's going to happen when your cousin Junebug go to jail and they give him life because he broke into a liquor store. Y'all wait and see. Mm. So all I'm saying is, pay attention, people. Pay attention. All
2: All right. On that note. Oh that note, it's time for an NPR news update, then chatterbox and on the need-to-know basis coming up next. You listen to The Serious Side.
0: This message comes from NPR sponsor, UpEquity. UpEquity is an Austin-based mortgage company that puts their money where their mouth is. If UpEquity can't get your mortgage closed on time, they will step in and purchase the home with their cash. Learn more at upequity.com.
7: Health officials in China reporting seventeen new cases of a viral form, a new viral form of a uh, new form of viral pneumonia, rather that has sickened dozens of people in the, century, in the central city of Wuhan. A statement issued today says more than sixty cases in all have now been identified. Many countries in Asia have started screening incoming airline passengers from Wuhan as a precaution. Screenings also being carried out at three airports in the U.S. in Los Angeles, San Francisco, and New York. China remains. China's the most populous country in the world, but its birth rate continues to fall, and here's Amy Chang reports what the latest demographic data may mean for China's future.
3: China added more than four million people to a total population last year, setting a record high at just above one point four billion. But the country's birth rate, which stood at slightly over ten per thousand, dropped to its lowest point since nineteen forty nine, the year China was founded. The National Statistics Bureau also released data showing that people aged 60 or older now make up more than 18% of the population. Meanwhile, the working age group declined by nearly 900,000. China moved away from its decades-long one-child policy in 2016 in an attempt to reverse the trend towards an aging society. Yet, the new statistics suggest to experts that the government's push for couples to have more children has achieved little success. Amy Chang, NPR News, Beijing.
7: The teams who will play in the Super Bowl being decided today the Tennessee Titans playing the Kansas City Chiefs for the AFC title this afternoon, and then Green Bay will play San Francisco for the NFC crown this evening. I'm Jyle Snyder, NPR News.
2: All right, three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. It's time for chat box final thoughts from the uh, world famous chat room and from social media. I'm just going to take the first three that I have. Mr. if you have anything? We up against time.
6: Non worth reading, Jay. All
2: right, so let me just take here, just take take the top three uh, that I have and go from there. All right, Stephen uh, Pastor Stephen Jones, love the second segment. My answers: Duvall, Patrick, no chance. Diversity, female, female running mate, yes. Keisha Bottoms, presidential, I mean, vice president candidate, and Biden, yes. Oh, and should Biden continue to use Obama? Yes. All right. Great show as always. Brandy from South Carolina. calling the Senators Tim Scott's office first thing in the morning. Aaron, you guys, are you guys picking games this year? Uh, Well, you know what, Aaron? Let's take a few minutes to do that real, 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 real real quick. All right, Mr. Elias, Super Bowl, man, who do you have for Super Bowl?
6: Kansas City and San Francisco. Kansas
2: City and What about you, Jerome? What oh
1: about you, Jerome?
2: I got nobody. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: there has to be a public enemy announcement coming soon. All right, what about you? Uh, who do you have for the Super Bowl, man?
4: Pittsburgh still is 2021.
2: <laughs> okay, you know what? I shouldn't even ask you that, that question. What about you Vanessa? Well, Vanessa, you you have a Super Bowl pick. It's Joker here, it's just delusional. Uh no, but I know I'm on two or three boards on about six squares,
11: but no. Not no, you, boy, there you,
2: you go. Talking about that gambling mess again. <laughs> All right, whatever. Uh I'm going with God, uh, God, Kansas, God, Kansas the City you and uh yeah, I know he does. Kansas City, and I, I'd like to see Kansas City and uh, San Fran, but I think it would be a better game, Kansas City and uh, Green Bay. I think that would be the marquee matchup the NFL is looking for. Okay. All right, on that note, here we go. Five, four, three, two,
0: four.
1: Giant. Giant.
0: The first lady dazzles on election night in a...
1: Tell me, what do you want me to do? You me to, take you to, ...to the flag of the United States of America.
2: All right, folks, we're going to go up until the top of the hour, and then we're going to do final thoughts at the top of the hour to give Jerome Lee get 15 minutes for his segment, which is my favorite segment on the need-to-know basis, with the very my very own Jerome Spreeman. What do you have for us this morning, sir?
12: Okay, you know, I do want to get my Super Bowl pick. Whoever Colin Kaepernick is supporting, I want that team to win. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Good. Okay, That's good that. All right. Now you know this is MLK weekend And MLK Day became A U.S. federal holiday Um on, for, it, His birthday is January 15th So but his it's celebrated on Monday So I would be You know remiss if I did not Acknowledge that there's a National holiday um, Festivities, marches, speeches Honoring um, Martin Luther King Nationwide on Monday And also you know um at my old alma mater they have one of the biggest on campuses uh on campus MLK um celebrations um, in the country and um so shout out to those folks who are celebrating that and also you know with the MLK day I'm always conflicted of what we should bring up during MLK um holiday what should we be remembering we know what mainstream media and And your history books want you to remember, but I would also like you to remember that the U.S. government was found guilty in conspiracy to assassinate Martin Luther King Jr. He did not die Mm. from a gunshot. He actually was suffocated. So take that for what you want it to be. But I think he died in a hospital. He did not die from the gunshot wound. And the U.S. government was found guilty. Just want to put that out there. Mm. So we need to correct the record across the board. And not get sidetracked with um, really pretty, <clears throat>
13: excuse
12: me, um, fluffed up history celebrations on anybody. We need to tell the truth. So, wanted to start with that. Now, um, Canadian Prime Minister um, Justin Trudeau initially assured the Queen that the family, the um, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, would be safe in this country, with Canada expected to play somewhere around 75 Seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year in security. But they news reports now are saying that they have not hammered it out yet. But apparently they're gonna stay in Canada and the Canadian Prime Minister said security will be protecting them. So when people start saying since they left will they actually get security, they're gonna have security. So don't get worry about it. They don't need the money. They're actually pretty rich. And, again, the thing about having money is that you don't pay for a lot of stuff anyway. So I don't know what – I I never understood what the big deal was from them being cut off money-wise because it's still their, their blood relatives, and they're not broke. It's just a symbolic cutting off of taxpayers' money, but that doesn't mean anything. President Obama has sacred service. His, um, security But when he goes to foreign con- countries The country actually sends military out To protect President Obama I'm sure they wouldn't do that for Bush But anywho, they still do it So don't think about it Like um, they're going to be hurting Or don't know where their next meal is coming from that, That's the people who are broke They're like you're getting cut off from your money That's, not, that's, that's more of an inconvenience uh, uh, tie, you know Tying their freedom down That they can't move You can't buy everybody And apparently you can't find Megan marco Yep. And and Harry wanted out anyway, so we'll just put that out there. Now, um, you know, Puerto Rico had another earthquake. They had a 5.1 magnitude earthquake, one of more than 1,280 earthquakes to hit the U.S. territory in 19 days. I want to say that again. Puerto Rico had 1,280 earthquakes in 19 days. Wow. Yeah, so that magnitude um, 5.1 quake hit on Wednesday, uh, made it one of, um, like I said, 1,200 in 80 quakes. Wow. Now, the flu panic for nearly every state um, is is what's going on now. As experts are warning that there's a virus um, that killed more than 30 children has surged. 65% 65% since the new year. Um, new figures from the CDC show that 87,000 people have been hospitalized and about 4,800 people, which 32 were children, have died from the flu. Wow. Uh, again, it's a 65% increase since 2020 began. What's the data? 19th in 20 days, or mm. 5%. All right, now, scientists... Um, Proved that 2019 was the second hottest year ever, as official records reveal the past decade as the warmest in recorded history. So, the World Meteor- Meteorological Organization um, is releasing a report and saying that it was the hottest in human history. Now, that to global warming folks, that's to kind of do something for you, or maybe not. You know how this goes, it, it gets a little hairy with them. All right, now the U.S. military yes. training could jam GPS system for planes flying in the southeast and over the Caribbean all month. So the FAA is warning um, that pilots need to be careful. The U.S. Navy is conducting its carrier strike group four training exercise, and it could jam GPS systems of planes flying in the southeast. until uh, It's starting today until January 24th. Mm. Yeah, that's an interesting thing just to put on on the news feed, right? It's like, oh, by the way, your GPS might not work if you're near the Caribbean or the Southeast United States. Just wanted to let you know. All right, now New York State's Attorney General, um, um, La- Letitia James has launched an investigation into whether New York City Police Department has been targeting communities of color on the um, subway. Uh, On the subway So you know how they Check to make sure That people aren't You know Jumping over the turnstiles And and whatever They usually only chase down Black people That is what they're saying So they're checking (laughs) And now investigating The police department For their bias Of enforcing law On the subway Now Disney dropped The name Fox From its movie assets And now will be known As 20th Century Studios And Searchlight Pictures It's trying to distance itself from um, the Rupert Murdoch folks. So 20th Century Fox will now be known as 20th Century Studio, and Fox Searchlight Pictures will now just be called Searchlight Pictures. try to run Fox up out of there. Now, Facebook blocks, um, what they're calling Israeli brainwashing firm, The Spinner... um, it claims that they're able to subconsciously influence people's behavior by bombarding them with fake posts. So Facebook has stopped this Israeli startup company, The Spinner, from its platform after concerns that it's intentionally misleading their customers. I'm sure there's other folks that are doing that as well. Now, millions of PTs um, have stopped receiving security updates um, for Microsoft. Um, Windows 7 So Windows 7 will still function But Microsoft will no longer provide Technical support um, For uh, software updates And security fixes And also the NSA found an uh, Extraordinarily serious Security vulnerability in Microsoft Windows 10 which can affect Up to 900 million Users So they actually notified Microsoft And um, Of that bug in Windows 10 and they said so that they, so that somebody else couldn't weaponize it. So the NSA did let Microsoft know. I don't know if the fix is out there yet, but they actually let them know. Now, Ooh. Iran plans to take um, Trump to Hague in war in a war crimes law, lawsuit. So as um, they said that Tehran arrested. Um, well, they published. They, they arrested the guy who published the footage of these, the um the bomb or whatever it was, the missile that hit the plane. And I ran. They arrested that guy. Yeah. And and Tehran wants to file war crimes lawsuit at the International Court of Justice after um, their commander was killed on January 3rd. So again, we talked about this last show. Um, we're gonna watch war crimes lawsuit start to happen because. Somebody's being reckless. So, they already date the right Yeah. Now, um, Iran's Ayatollah, Ola, Ayatollah is calling Trump a clown as he leads the weekly prayers for the first time in eight years following the Boeing a- Air j- Disaster. Um, the Supreme Leader said that the U.S. President only pretends to support the Iranian people and would push a a poisonous dagger into the nation's back, and he called him a clown <laughs> while he was at it. He was like, Andy. clown." Oh. All right. Now, Trump threatened Britain, fa- France, and Germany with 25% tariffs on car car exports if they did not wage a, diplo- a diplomatic war with Iran over the broken nuclear deal. So, the German defense minister is, had said that at a press conference in London. Um, he confirms report that such an economic um, threat um, and said that this expression or threat, um, as you will, um, does exist. So that's, that's Trump threatening allies again. Not only that he has the Ukraine stuff going on, they're still threatening allies, saying that if you don't go after who we don't like, we're going to give you a tariff. But the only thing he can do is raise tariffs. So, Larry Kudlow said that the White House is looking at changing federal anti bribery statu- statutes and claims that Trump thinks that it's unfair and that U.S. companies are allowed to pay bribes. Now, that, my friend, did get him impeached. So, the White House economic advisor, Larry Kudlow, says that the administration is looking at changing a key anti bribery statute. Um, following Trump's complaints about the law. An unnamed Seattle um, Police Department officer um, also has been – this is in a separate um, story, but an unnamed Seattle police officer um, has been terminated following an internal investigation into an Instagram post that he made about President Obama and Hillary Clinton. So they're still rounding up people for uh, making threats online. And they're still
1: doing
12: Obama-Hillary wow. stuff. All right. Yeah, I know.
13: All
2: right. Now, I'm all right, real quick, of... Jerome, let me jump in real quick, real quick, Sorry. 60 seconds away. Live audience, appreciate you. Love you. See you next week. We're going to continue another five minutes with this. I want to give Jerome as much time as he need for those who usually listen uh, in the um, – uh, listen to the rebroadcast. Re- eh? Just continue to march. All right, Jerome, it's all yours.
12: Okay. Now, yeah, see, since we're close to overtime, here's where the bad stories kick in. Now, Mayor Trinley, the coach, was arrested for uh, a 16-year-old who started training with him when when she was only 10. So uh, the alleged victim is now 18, said the 33-year-old first began sexually assaulting her when she was 16. Now, Anna Patton has been charged with sexual battery with a student 16 to 17 years of age, Um, disseminating obscene material to a person under 18 and criminal solicitation of a minor. So she, uh, in another teacher story, (laughs) she's 22 years old and she had sex with a student that was 16. All right. Now, um, a groom is accused of sexually assaulting an underage waitress at his his wedding, he followed her into the bathroom, and you know what happened? This is in um, this Northampton Valley Country Club in Richboro, Pennsylvania. It happened on November uh, in November in 2018. The wife is still standing by him. It was on his wedding day that he assaulted this underage waitress. And uh, that Donald
6: Trump? Was his name Donald Trump?
12: It, it sounds like it. He was sentenced on Thursday to six years probation after he pled guilty. Oh, yeah. Wow. Probation.
6: Wow, wow, wow.
12: Yeah. Now, uh, a Nebraska father has already in prison. Now, this one's going to get bad, and I'm glad we're in overtime for this one, but a Nebraska father has already uh, been in prison for having sex with and later marrying his adult daughter. So, this is an oh, Adams-C. Wow. District Court that, uh, again... You would think that this happens in other countries, but this is actually the U.S. Um, he pled guilty, and they arrested his daughter, right? She pled no contest to a misdemeanor of filing a false, false report. And um, she was sentenced to nine months of probation, and she had originally been charged with incest. But the police said that the father and daughter both admitting to a romantic and sexual relationship even though they knew they were biologically related.
6: Oh,
12: yeah. Wow. Now this is, this is a story where they met for the first time three years ago and she was um, age 17 told her mother that she wanted to meet her father and according to the charging documents she told police that she had a jealous competition with her half-sister and they had a competition who would actually date their father first.
5: Okay God. This is
12: the US This is in Nebraska By the way I don't know I don't yeah. have anything else To say about Nebraska Now um, You know A mysterious Cluster of deaths Amongst Amish children uh, Is finally solved After 15 year old 15 year study Found that they had um, A faulty gene Caused by inbreeding So doctors were baffled By the death um Which cropped up in multiple states, including Pennsylvania, Delaware, Kentucky, and Iowa. The children suddenly passed away from heart failure, and each event otherwise healthy boys and girls uh, were running about and playing when they suddenly passed away from heart failure. But it's actually something that they say is genetic and is caused by inbreeding. That's all I got with that. Now, <laughs> now the um, the WNBA and his union announced a tentative eight-year labor agreement on Tuesday that will allow players to earn more than $500,000, while the average annual compensation will um, surpass six figures for the first time. So the contract, which begins this season and runs through 2027, will pay players an average of $130,000, guarantee full salaries while on maternity leave, and get... um, the agreement also provides enhanced family benefits, um, travel standards. Where I didn't know this, but the WNBA they always had to share a room, so they're letting them have their own rooms, and they also have wellness improvements. I guess the WNBA was treating them really bad. Man, damn,
1: what well, now,
12: <laughs> man? Now, um, you know, Quaker Oats. Were um were like this is a foreign story because it they were packaging like um Quaker Oats was packaged by slaves in the same Chinese jail where inmates um kind of made Christmas cards so in China
1: mm-hmm.
12: Quaker Oats company was using inmates to package oatmeal just trying to put that out there wow. kind of crazy all right really. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to go too much farther in that story, but that was a little bit, a little bit bad. Yeah. 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 So that's that's all I got. Unless you want a, some more stories I know we wanted to go to the top of the hour and we
14: pretty much passed that. No, no
2: I mean that's good. No, no I mean if that's what you had. That's just want to make sure that uh, you got uh, all that time. I mean that's good to go, man. Hey, listen, appreciate it as always, Mister Jerome Esprit. Yes, sir. All right, folks, it's time for final thoughts and. uh Smartest man in the world. If I give you the mic since you have it, man. Give us your final thought.
12: Yeah. Well, um, you know, I, just looking at this this year's um, political season, I just want to say that um, we still have to let the um, the stuff shake itself out. But the impeachment stuff is more important than even the next uh, political race because if we watch it close enough, you'll see that all the people who are going to ask you for their vote is blatantly lying to you, you'll see them um, up close and personal. So it's good that the the people get to see them lie to them in their face and decide whether you want to vote for somebody who does not see the law unless it's used against you. So I I want everybody to pay attention this week and look at the impeachment, um, the whole trial and debate. Um, Watch it like a movie. Because it is very interesting to watch people lie right in front of your face. So, everybody have a good week,
4: and we'll see you soon.
2: All right, good stuff. All right, Johnny D, man, final thoughts?
4: Right, once again, another good show, and I am just truly thankful and honored for being a part of the contributors. And, and just this event each week, Jay, uh, just inspires me. I, I certainly appreciate the pieces that Jerome bring. Uh, it, it did my... My my heart well to hear that about the WNBA and the equality. I didn't realize it was that much of a disparity until a couple of years ago when I was doing some uh, reads about the the pay and the, the number of those top athletes who have to play overseas. But most yeah. importantly, uh, remember uh, MLK, Martin Luther King, Dr. Martin Luther King, his accomplishments. Uh, as I did last year, I'm still going to be one of those individuals to talk about us revisiting as far as a people how we celebrate the holiday you know dr. King oftentimes talks about poverty he talks about jobs he talks about freedom he talks about equality he talks about living that quote-unquote American dream and i I just feel like the, the the masses of of the the American public has fooled us into thinking that we need to go out and pick up paper on the roadside and and and, and do those type of services for free. Uh, What I want to do is, and what I do with my family is I refocus it on the family. I refocus it on education. I refocus it on doing something for those individuals who don't have as much for myself. But I'm not doing anything free for society that that, that still feels like I'm I'm less than any other person uh, within my community. So, like I say, celebrate the holiday, but, again, I just think that we need to focus on – uh, how how we celebrate And honor Dr. King
2: Well said my friend The man gets the first and last word Here on the series The one and only Mr. LES Final thoughts man
6: You know folks uh, This week uh, we had my mother's funeral And as I said in the funeral DNA is not You know how I, how I dictate my family This man on the other end Of the phone I love him he was there for me and he just starting to know how much that meant to me for him to just be there to support me to love on me to be there jay man i love you and there's nothing you can do about it man i appreciate you man i really do from the bottom of my heart man i love you bro well i don't know
2: what to, i don't know how to respond to that uh wow well. Um, the villains mutual, obviously, you know that. And, um, you know, I said something at that funeral. I said, you know, I was blessed to have two mothers. Uh, and I talked about some of the memories that I shared about uh, Mama Vera and, you know, some of the things that I'll take away. But one of the things I said that will always be an enduring thought for me uh, was when I received that uh, text um, a few months back. And, you know, Les, mama has something to say to you It's just gonna say, I love you, Jay Ryle I love you, Jay Ryle I love you, J. Ryle never, ever, ever forget that And I have that on my phone And uh, that's a memory that I would cherish for the rest of my life It's uh, It's been a tough few days But, uh, you know, like Les said Mama say, hey, what you gonna do? What well, I'm gonna do when, when you're gone? You gonna live, fool That's what you gonna do and That sounds like Vera Moore So, on that note, Mr. Elias If it's Sunday, we're talking serious stuff. What time is it, my friend?
6: It's time for the serious side of the J.
2: Rob Show. Folks, as always, it's been a pleasure to serve you. We appreciate you taking time out of your busy day to spend it with us. So, for Vanessa, for uh, Mr. Elias, for Hawk uh, and Jerome, I'm J. Rob, saying have a wonderful work week. Remember, if it's Sunday, uh, talking serious stuff. It is the serious side. God bless. and We'll see you next week.